0: Welcome to the Teach Them Diligently podcast, where we dive deep into conversations about topics that impact Christian homeschooling families, exploring parenting, discipleship, marriage, and education as we go. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and I am so glad you're here. Todd Wilson is joining me today. Now, many of you know of his family man and smiling homeschooler ministries, and Todd is always a joy to talk to. Today, we'll be discussing teamwork in our marriages, homeschools, and more. We'll see how God's plan for our families is so wise, even if it's not always easy. And we'll give some straightforward tips to help that teamwork thing work even better than it may have before. So stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Cedarville University, home to more than 4,700 students in Southwest Ohio. Students spend approximately 1,000 days in college, no matter where they go. Cedarville is committed to helping students make the most of every one of those days with a mission to transform lives through excellent academics and intentional discipleship in submission to biblical authority. Students graduate from Cedarville ready to make a kingdom impact in their careers, their churches, and their communities They leave bolder, wiser, and closer to Christ. You can learn more about Cedarville at teachthemdiligently.net forward slash Cedarville. They've even got some homeschool resources right there for you. So again, go to teachthemdiligently.net forward slash Cedarville. Now before we dive into my conversation with Todd, I want to invite you to make a point to join us at a Teach Them Diligently event this year. TTD events and resources have been used by the Lord to impact countless homeschool families just like yours by encouraging their hearts, refocusing their minds, and helping them find the joy and order in what God has called them to do. It really is a joy to get together with thousands of others who are making decisions that put the hearts and minds of their family first. So please make your plans to join us this season in Greenville, South Carolina, Cedarville, Ohio. Round Rock, Texas, or Pigeon Forge, Tennessee for a celebration of faith, family, and homeschooling unlike anything you've ever experienced. Get more details, including a list of speakers and resources that can be found there by visiting teachthemdiligently.net forward slash events. We cannot wait to see you there. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Teach Them Diligently podcast. I'm very excited to have Todd Wilson back on the show with me today. Todd is a perennial favorite at Teach Them Diligently events. He keeps us laughing. He keeps it real. He keeps us focused on the things that matter most. And I think that's what you're going to find in our episode today. So Todd, welcome back to the podcast.
1: Well, it is good being with you. I mean, as we record this is right before Christmas. I know that as they listen to this is going to be after the new year. Um, so a lot can happen between now and then. Uh, but we are in high gear, uh, moving quickly.
0: Yes, indeed. Indeed. In fact, we were just talking, this is the Monday before Christmas when we are recording this and we're both kind of questioning our sanity and what we were thinking when we set it up. So (laughs) if we're a little discombobulated, (laughs) it's because we are are thinking about a thousand other things here. Well, Todd, why don't you tell everyone who maybe hasn't been to one of our events or heard you speak elsewhere, tell us a little bit about... Who you are and what your ministry is to kind of set the stage because I want to talk to you about teamwork and about husbands and wives doing this homeschool thing together and what that really can look like and how it can benefit your family and how it can strain your family and all kinds of stuff. But I want, first of all, for everyone to know a little bit about you.
1: Well, I'm just a normal dad uh, who has a normal family and has a normal marriage. Um, you know, I, I some people say, "Oh, you don't really mess up that often, do you?" And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> I wish I didn't, but I do." You know, this family thing. It's not, I'm not one of those guys who's like, "Oh, I just love family." You know, I I didn't I, as soon as my kids were born, I didn't go off playing, and I this it's never come super easy for me. Hmm. But I just know it matters so so much. Um, I had a great dad who didn't have a good dad. Um, I have a, an amazing mom, an amazing family. And I really credit a lot of that. God was gracious to stick me in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I don't have some baggage. I have other baggage and I'm giving my kids new baggage. <laughs> um, but uh, but I'm really thankful for the heritage that I have. And then, uh, you know, we started a ministry to dads uh, not right away. I was a pastor for about 10 years, but I just saw dads who were pulled away from what really mattered for things that didn't matter. Um, at that time we were homeschooling our kids. So we started doing the homeschool convention trail. Um, and I would encourage dads and I would encourage moms, um, because you know, I didn't, that wasn't how I was. I I didn't start out to encouraging moms. I started out thinking dads need to be, you know, they need the be the encouragement. But as I saw these moms and I was married to a homeschooling mom, I thought, wow, you know, there's a lot of pressure on you ladies. On. And I saw, you know, at first I was like, we could alleviate that. A lot of dads, you know, dads can alleviate some of that pressure, not all that pressure. Um, and so then we started encouraging moms. And so um, not only we do uh, family man ministries, but we also do the smiling homeschooler where we just remind really moms and dads of what's most important. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I was, I've been accused recently of, of people saying, Todd, you just keep telling us not to do any school. Shouldn't we be telling you, shouldn't you encourage us to do school? And I'm like, you know, there are a lot of people telling you to do more school. There aren't a lot of people who are saying, hey, maybe you could do a little less and not because I'm against school. I'm just so for the other stuff. And yep. sometimes all our agendas get in the way of the important stuff. Amen. So that's why sometimes I push that a little bit, and I don't mean to be a broken record, but but that's kind of who I am.
0: Yep, yep, a broken record or, or one who tries to focus us on the right things. Yeah,
1: probably. <laughs> I probably am a broken record on on the hopefully the right things.
0: Here, here. Well, I I totally agree, and you know the the pulling back, the kind of shedding the things that we. Feel like everyone expects of us and focusing on what is truly best for our children, going for their hearts, building those relationships, giving them skills and memories and all of these things that are going to give them a foundation for life is what's really, truly important in the mission that we're doing. Homeschooling is a great tool for our overall mission, but it's not the be all end all. And we have to keep that in mind as we're ordering our days.
1: I agree. I agree. You know, my goal is not to have smart, successful children. Um, My goal really is to have my kids love God and to love us and to love their future families. And, um, you know, sometimes it doesn't look as showy as some other families. But I've just seen so many families, you know, who did all the right things and now and they have some heartache at the end. And I not that we can avoid all heartache, but. You know, I, I just want to get this one part right. Yeah. If I, if I neglect some of the others, my kids are going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. But if I, if I neglect the important stuff, nobody's going to be okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah totally agree. And actually, as you were as you were kind of explaining who you were, you talked about the fact that one of the things that you recognized early on is that you and other dads can can alleviate a lot of pressure for us moms. And I wanted to oh, yeah. double back to that because I want you to to kind of walk us through how does that look? What does it look like for dads to alleviate some of that pressure? And what are some of the things involved in that? Because I think that you probably could hear a collective sigh of, Oh, I would love Mm -hmm. to have, you know, have him in that way. And for some, for some homeschool moms, the, the it's honestly, I just want him to see me. So Mm. what, what is exactly involved in how can dads really come alongside and help alleviate some of that pressure on the moms?
1: Well, um, you know, we're assuming, and it's a good, true assumption, that there is a lot of pressure. Mm. I mean, there is a lot of pressure. Um, It used to be, and I was just writing this in something recent, it used to be that the world put a lot of pressure on us. I think the world has backed off. You know, the world sees the value of homeschooling. They see that it works. You know, they may not like to admit it, but they can't argue it. Right. And so we don't I don't feel that pressure anymore. I don't think moms are getting as much. But where sometimes we feel it is we feel it from other homeschoolers. Hmm. We have other homeschooling moms and philosophies telling us, well, we need to be doing this. If you don't do this, then you're if you don't do this in time, you know, you got to start early. You got to go long. And, you know, I just feel so I, I see moms under this huge amount of pressure. And I think that's where dads can play a huge, huge role, um, because you know there. I, I remember early on, not in just homeschooling, but in our family. And my wife had the, found this book, you know, and it had a picture of this these families on it. They all had the right clothes, you know, they had the right look, and my and and they made a biblical case for how you should have that look. Hmm. And my wife read it, and she goes, Todd. I don't know. I just, I read it and I feel so guilty because we're not doing any of that. And so I read the book and I said, honey, we're not going to do that. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, but I wonder if we shouldn't. I'm like, I don't care. You know, if we should, you can blame, you can tell God it was my fault that I led us in this direction. And my wife still points back to that as a, she needed that. Yep. Yep. And there are other times where I do the same thing where I, I just kind of, You know, we live in a world where that that does hate men, Mm -hmm. does hate the role. You know, we're so afraid of saying patriarchy that we've lost the idea that dads do have a vital role, you know, and that and that even that God set it up as a head thing. And I don't understand all of that. And I certainly never think it feels like I'm the guy in charge, but I am somehow responsible. Yeah. And so I know there are times where my wife just needs and every wife needs a husband will say, honey, you're doing a great job. Mm -hmm. I know you don't feel like you're doing a great job and you think you need to do more, but we don't need to do any more. You're doing an amazing job, you know, and I think sometimes our wives just want a man who will be the man Mm -hmm. and, you know, and take some of that, that brunt. Um, And it might be in some other area um, where it's just shouldering your weight. Maybe it's a a kid who's just given a mom fits and a dad needs to weigh in and be involved and say, you know what? He and I or she and I are going to go have a talk and we're going to, you know, I'm going to I'm going to carry some of this. Yeah. You know, and I think that applies to so many things. And is it hard? Yeah, it's hard. Um, I know some moms, uh, and we were just kind of talking right just before this, you know, don't really want husbands involved in their homeschool. And I get it. I understand why. Because, you know, they do good and husbands don't, <laughs> um, you know. But there are times you're, you, but you desperately need him, his involvement. Yeah. And sometimes if you kind of are going, no, no, this is not your area. Don't step across there, you know. After a while, your husband kind of gets the idea that it's not his area. Right. And so then he'll go, hey, okay, you, you—that's this is your thing. And, you know, you do that for a while. And all of a sudden, homeschooling is not your husband's thing. Yeah. And it should be. Yeah. Um, oh, because actually- he needs to know when you've had a hard day and just be able to cheer you on and remind you of the truth you know, I know that like, I'll take little notes, uh, little note cards. In fact, we, we sell these you to dad daily calendars calendars, and on the back, uh, every page, you know, is blank on the back. So I use them as scratch pads and I'll, <laughs> and I write right on there. I'll say, honey, you're doing an amazing job teaching our kids. Thank you. Love me. And I, and I'll, I'll hide it. And I'll just stick it on her Bible. Cause I know she's going to see it that day or I'll stick it on a lesson plan. And Every once in a while, I'll see a little stack of those. Like she saves them. Because my wife's not a saver of things. But apparently those mean something. And I think, you know, there are a lot of ladies who would kill to have a little tiny note that takes 15 seconds to write. You know, and just say, well, I see all your effort. Thank you for making the sacrifice.
0: Well, and that's the thing. I think that for so many just feeling like they're seen is a really, really big deal. Hmm. Like it's not even so much the affirmation as just I'm visible. You know, I mean, the affirmation mm-hmm. is great. Give the affirmation. But the right. real power there is, okay, I am. I have not lost my entire identity in this homeschooling thing. <laughs> I am still who I am. My husband still sees me. He still likes me. This is a really big deal. And then the other thing that you noted that I really wanted to key on was the the power that a husband has by just taking the pressure off. Like when you read that book and you were able to weed through all of it and say, yeah, this isn't us. This is not for us. This is not the direction we need to go. That is such a wonderful gift to a wife who is sitting there, you know, questioning everything that she does. And all of a sudden she's right. this new thing and this new, you know, shiny object syndrome. Should we go down this road? And the husband has such a wonderful, God, God made it so that he is able to just kind of lay out, you know, I just don't think this is good. And in, in our family, anyway, that makes it so much easier for me to just lay it aside and that gives mm. me so much freedom to then know that i am operating the way that you know kind of the vision for our family is and i don't have to worry about all this peripheral stuff that just lays additional weights on my shoulders
1: yeah yeah cuz because not only are the weights laid on your shoulders but sometimes you gather them on your shoulders I know. Wife, you know and I know. my wife is like it, yeah, we're talking about like right before, you know, we're talking we're the week before Christmas. And you know, my wife is like, so we have these family Advent nights and uh you know, one night a week and usually it's pretty low scale, low key, you know. We'll do a little craft and like I did the craft the week before and well, our, my daughter-in-laws they brought in a craft and and then we we'll, uh, you know, a little Bible reading and then we light the candle and then we have sparkling grape juice. Well, my wife, you know, she, she decided she was going to do a quiz and, you know, so she's spending whatever, a lot of time trying to get this quiz together. And I could feel like I could sense that she was putting again, more stress on her shoulders because then she was freaking out because she, it couldn't print it off. And, and I think sometimes again, husbands can come to the rescue and saying, you know, we don't really need to, to do that to make it special. Yeah. Or even, you know, for a husband, because I've got uh, uh, amazing friends and amazing relatives, but I, I, I'm related to some homeschooling moms who have trouble stopping. Mm. And, you know, where they'll, they, they go long periods of time. They go into the evenings, go on the weekends. And I think sometimes they would like their husband just to say, you know, the weekends are our family time. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, let's just, let's, let's not do that. And I know there would be an ar- some argument, you know, and say, well, I got to get it done. I got to be prepared. Well, no, let's just make weekends our family time. Yeah. And I, again, I think these wives, they might complain a little bit, but I think they would say thank you right, for helping me do what I need to do, you know?
0: Oh, absolutely. And that's really where, you know... Being a team where God created you all, you all, Mm. us as couples to work together, we are complementary, we are not the same. But God, in His wisdom, gave man strength and roles and women strength and roles, and they are so helpful for one another. But it's when we buck those things and we don't take advantage of the benefits of actually having one vision. One mission and then together approaching those and getting all the benefits of both of us doing it when we lock arms and do it together.
1: I agree. I agree.
0: So how would you recommend that a husband and wife actually get on the same page as far as their vision and their mission for Really, their family in general, because I talk a lot about homeschooling as just a tool, which is what I believe it is. I don't believe that any of us are called, you know, homeschooling is an end. Homeschooling is a tool Mm -hmm. for discipleship and parenting and all the things that we're called to do. So how do you recommend, how do you teach men and women how to kind of set that vision and get on the same page? Because the only way that we're going to have teamwork in our marriages and in our homeschool is if we're actually on the same page
1: that's really hard, you know, I mean, it just is, for one, you know, even as you put it forth, Leslie, you know, that vision, there are not many guys whose eyes don't glaze over and our tongue swell I when you. we I hear, when we hear about family vision, I mean, our wives, you know, have gone to these seminars, and they read, they're constantly reading, constantly researching, and so it says, you know, you got to have a family vision, you got to have this, on the, and the guys are like, well, okay, <laughs> you know, and we don't think about it. We just, you know, and sometimes I think, you know what would help us as husbands hmm. if you'd say, not, I don't think it's like, oh, you're taking over, because I don't feel that way. But just say, you know, a husband would say, what do you want from me? Do you want me, you know, and if they'd say, you know, I just like, if you would do family devotions one night a week. You know, again, I would not shoot for the whole week, just say one night, you know, and then, you know, and you kind of set your husband up for success in this, you know, again, but if you think he might, and there are some husbands who love vision, they love all that, you know, they, I'm not that dad. You know, I'm the dad who like, let's go have some fun. And yeah, I want to teach my, I want my, I want to teach my kids when they rise up, when they lay down, when they walk along the way. Right. I believe that's what God asked us to do, but he didn't say it had to look a certain way. He didn't say it had to be around a book or even he didn't say you have to do it in a certain format. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes this extra burden has been on guys from their wives, Mm -hmm. um, because again, it sounds like God said, maybe you were supposed to do it a certain format, but he didn't. Right. And I just think sometimes, you know, if we could find that kind of common ground, maybe around a date time and just talk about it. Yeah. But oftentimes I think for dads, we feel, we feel like we're failing. We feel like a disappointment. And I think sometimes, honestly, to our wives, we are a disappointment. Mm. Because it doesn't look like, and I'm going to be honest, it doesn't look like some of those people who have fallen, you know, their lives before they fell. Yeah. You know? So (laughs) let's, uh, you know, I just, Abraham Lincoln once said, whatever kind of, he didn't say parent, whatever kind of person you are, be a good one. Mm -hmm. You know, I think as same as a couple, whatever type of couple you are, You know, maybe you're a visionary couple. Yeah. Be a good visionary couple. Yeah. Maybe you're a just fun. You know, you'd like to, you know, watch more movies than you'd like to, but that's what you do. Be a good one of those. You know, and and maybe we could just enjoy, you know, as opposed to fighting Mm -hmm. this who we are kind of thing for the rest of our lives.
0: Well, and it's Um, so important because I I, I go ahead. Yeah. Well, it's so important that both parties. Understand and sense the belief in them by the other party, and I think that that's where a lot oh, of yeah. a lot of times this this idea of of teamwork within marriage or any other you know this idea of being together breaks down because we don't feel like we can trust the other one to believe the best of us or to really believe that we can Mm. do whatever it is that the expectation is. And it is so critically important that wives, I mean, you were talking there about how so many guys just don't feel, they feel like they're failing. Well, it's incumbent upon us to encourage and build up and make sure they know they aren't. Whereas it's incumbent on you guys to help us be seen and build us up that we don't feel like we're failing either. And that belief and encouragement of one right. another goes so far towards helping us move together and have a really strong relationship as a couple.
1: I agree. I agree. And you, it sounds so easy when you say it. <laughs> I don't know why it's so hard, you know, but. Um, but, but it's a
0: willful thing? You have to willfully is. do that. It's it doesn't come naturally because naturally I just want to think about myself and all of mm-hmm. the grievances that I have with that man downstairs who you know has messed right, up in right. so many ways, right? <laughs> right? But but
1: well, and yeah. we have. It's not like it's not <laughs> like you. <have. laughs> He's not. He is, and he knows it. You know, and. But I just think maybe if we could start in the smallest areas, like yeah. that little note of encouragement, yep. you know, like I said, 15 seconds, it works both ways. Not only can husbands do it to wives, but wives can do it to husbands and just say, Hey, thanks for working so hard for our family. Yep. Or when you see him interact with one of your children and you, you know, that was really neat to you, you know, just say, I saw when you were really kind to so-and-so yep. thanks for doing that. And that's well, all, exactly. you know, and that. Does something inside.
0: Yep. I I found quite by accident years ago, one of our children made a very questionable decision. It was bad. It was a bad decision. And we were dealing with <laughs> that. And I sat there, this was, you know, we were just kind of entering into the tween years for the first time. And I saw David engaging with this child and I I really just sat there in awe as God gave him wisdom that I I felt like was beyond mm-hmm. I just was like this is clearly the lord at work and when we walked away it was a very stressful thing it was a very you know it was a big deal and we walked away oh, yeah. and and I without it wasn't st- strategy it was really just an overflow i was like i was i stood in awe of how god just used you in there the wisdom that oh. you you dealt with that situation and it was like a i could literally see the impact and at that moment god just kind of picked my heart and said you need to do this often you need to look for ways to encourage him in his parenting because he's, he's a little wobbly on his feet there. He didn't like, he didn't have a dad. His dad died when he was 10. And so, Mm. you know, we, all of this is uncharted territory for him. And yet God is, is doing such great things. And I'm so thankful for that prompting of the Holy spirit to just key on that, that one time. And that I was able to see the impact because I, to catch, to catch each other doing things that is so obviously the Lord's work and, and where it's so good, it's a big deal to, to really play that up and acknowledge that with the other one.
1: Oh, it's huge. It's huge. And maybe if you could do nothing else, really, yeah, um, if you could do that, I think that that, that pays huge dividends um, because, you know, even as you said, there's something about parenting, there's something about homeschooling, there's something about the relationship as our kids get older, there's more pressure put upon marriages. Yeah. And cuz I know sometimes, you know, our wives think, you know, you spend every morning, every night thinking about how you failed and then and then it finally dawns on you it's really my husband's fault, you know. <laughs> and and so then it becomes this adversarial thing. Yeah. Um, where really we're all on the same we're on the same team. We don't do a very good job most of the time, and we blow. I mean, like when you shared about David, those are victory moments, but oh, those absolutely. don't come very often. But so you them when they do. You do, and even to revisit them sometimes. Yeah. If I, I'll say to my wife, you know, when you did this three years ago, that was so cool. You did <laughs> such a great job with that. And even then you think it feels good. It feels really good inside. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, maybe if, you know, for the wife who is having trouble seeing some of those good things, hmm. maybe you have to go back a little ways and say, you know, I always liked how you did this that one time. Um, and there's not a husband out there or a wife out there who won't say, I want to try that again then, you know, yeah. cause I like, I like that little reward or encouragement
0: right well and from the the one who is doing the praising so from in this you know example from my side it helps me focus on the things that are really good rather than focusing on the things that are generally smaller but more annoying so you know if i right. allow myself to dwell on the things that are irritating whether it be within homeschooling, with my kids, with my husband, whatever, that becomes all encompassing. Whereas if I am looking for ways to key on the better things, that changes my mindset. That that gives me a lot more joy and it builds up those around me. So it's like a massive swing in dynamic within our home.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree. And sometimes those little things they and and really, you know, it it it, it starts to get to a point where those little things start to to back up. Yeah. And and that's all you can see. Everything is now a, a little thing has become a big thing and you can't even see the good things anymore. Hmm. And you know, those are the times where I think as not fun as they are where you say to your husband or you say to your wife, "Hey, we need to talk about some things." Yeah. And, and and that you apologize for holding things in or Because I know sometimes my wife will get that way and I'm thinking, man, I I just can't do anything right right now. Mm. And it felt like I did a right thing, you know, and she does not see it that way because they just start to pile up.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, we talk a lot about parenting and we talk about understanding our children and going for the hearts of our children and all of these things. But we... We sometimes shift to the side or forget altogether that we have to dwell with our spouse in understanding as well. We have to be open. We have to to go for their heart as well and not just deal with these surfacy things. It's the same principle with a different manifestation as to how we are relating to our kids. And the relationship with spouses is so, so important for everything else that you're doing, whether it is parenting, discipling, homeschooling, just living, that relationship is really paramount. And so it's so important that we live with understanding with our spouse, know them well, date them regularly, have fun. Don't ever, ever lose sight of the fact that you really had a lot of fun together or you wouldn't be in this situation. So, you know, get, get back to basics with your spouse and not forget those, those, Younger people that really did fall in love and used to have a lot of fun together before, you know, all these kids and all this yeah. homeschooling and all these things, right. you know, laundry and all that stuff.
1: And that is homeschooling. Yep. But, you know, really, I think when we began this conversation, that's the important stuff. You know, that's the stuff that really, really matters. Because as you work on those things, loving your husband, you know, loving your spouse your kids are watching that Mm -hmm. and they're learning something that's way more important than algebra. That's way more important than dominant recessive genes of a fruit fly's eye. You know, (laughs) those are the things that matter. And really, you know, as, as they watch that, as we interact, you know, we're teaching them something, you know, uh, and my, again, my, my I have two married kids who are right next door to us. um, And, you know, I kind of like it when I see that they're having marital problems uh, because it feels kind of good to me. I don't know why it feels. But here's the thing that I know because, you know, I know that's the way it goes. Right. You know, and it, it's just it's just kind of fun for me. Yeah, Maybe it's morbid. I don't know. But here's what I know. I know they have been taught. Yeah. Because these are my two sons. They've been taught by their dad that they're going to love their wife no matter what. Yep. Yep. And even though they're gonna, their wife's gonna say, I don't know if she's ever said this, but it usually comes out in a spiritual way you know you're a jerk all you think about is yourself everything I, I hate everything about you. <laughs> I know that my sons are gonna be hurt by that, but they're going to be they're gonna pursue mm-hmm. because that's what I've taught them to do yeah. And that is an important lesson. That really happens. It's magnified in homeschooling. It's harder to do that when you're not homeschooling because they don't see it all the time. Right. You know, they're gone so much of the time. And here, and so I don't fear. I don't have this fear of like, oh, you know, they're on shaky ground. I was talking to a dad just the other day. He said, oh, you know, their daughter's been married like a year, two years. And he goes, they've kind of hit a spot. And my wife came to me and said, you know, and I said, you know, they're going to be okay. Because they had great parents right. who taught them how to get through that. Yep. And they're going to make it through, you know, because because they and they were homeschooled, not because they did the lesson and not because they were homeschooled, but because they were there all the time with their parents to watch how this worked out.
0: Yep. And, and their parents I, I love that for part. it. Yeah. I mean, they saw their exactly. parents. Exactly. Because our kids see all of our warts and all of our issues and you know you can try all you want to to shield them from the fighting or whatever but they're not they're they're not oblivious to it
1: and i'm not even sure i'm not even sure that we would of course there are things we you know we don't like bring them in and say okay we're gonna go at it you want to watch you know uh, they already know (laughs) it's happening but (laughs) yeah But I know parents will say, oh, I don't want my kids to fight, see us fight. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're, you're, you're giving them a disservice because they're going to get to a point they're, they're going to fight with their spouses and they're not going to understand what, why you didn't, you know, what are we doing wrong as opposed to, you know, them seeing you have an argument and seeing mom's mad and dad's, you know, mad and, but dad doesn't give up, you know, he comes back and Mm -hmm. two days later. You know, there's still this cloud hanging over, but dad follows through or mom follows through. Mom, dad asks forgiveness and mom offers him forgiveness yep. and they move on. Yep. And that is a beautiful lesson of homeschooling.
0: It really is. And it is, it is a gift that we're able to give our children, um, and and yeah. it's refining for us because we always have that accountability mm-hmm. of recognizing okay we are we are modeling for them so we better we yeah. better be mature yeah. Yeah. and work our way through this so it's a great accountability the lord is so wise in the way that he put the family together it's just the deeper i right. get into right. this the more awe i stand in of his wisdom in the way that he orchestrated it
1: i agree i agree I just wish were it easier. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes,
0: I understand. Well, Todd, we are about out of time here, but I want you to tell everybody how they can connect with you, where they can find you, and then um, I know that you'll be joining us in Cedarville in March, mm-hmm. and actually in Round Rock in March. So we'll get to see you a couple of times in March. But uh, where can where can they find you and connect with you in the meantime? Well, yeah.
1: you could come to my house in Northern Indiana bye. Yes, that's right. When you see a lot of Wilsons, you know, you're you're <laughs> close, you're close. Uh but you can also find me on the web at uh familymanweb.com and the smilinghomeschooler.com. Uh you know, we do Facebook, we do those other things. Um we have podcasts on both sides. Um the, the Family Man show and the Smiling Homeschooler. You can find them wherever you get your podcasts and we would love to connect. You know, if you just need some encouragement, that's what we're about. Um, and, you know, people keep asking me, how long do you think you'll do this, Todd? Like, like I'm going to die soon. you know. <laughs> and I'm like, we're taking it to the end. We're taking it to the end because I think um, this commodity of encouragement uh, is always needed.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We will uh, be sure to link all of those things in the show notes. So it makes it super easy for people to find you and connect with you. And I do, I look forward to seeing you in March, Todd.
1: We'll see you then.
0: Sounds good. Everybody else, thank you all for hanging out with us today. I am confident that this has been an encouragement. I hope that we've given you a lot to think about within uh, your marriage relationship, the way that you're parenting your children, homeschooling your children with your spouse, um, and the way that all of that is working together. So, Let us know what you think. I would love to hear from you. You can leave us a comment down below or just send us an email. I would love to hear what you have to say. Have a great rest of your day. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that every family is called to teach them diligently.